gardening on the Pat Kenny Show with the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. Well, now it's time to be joined by Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, to talk about spring gardening. Porik, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. And following on from St. Bridget's Day, did you know that St. Bridget has a great connection to the Irish oak? In the 5th century, Pat, St. Bridget actually founded her double monastery under an Irish oak tree in County Kildare, in Kildare Town. So kill, as in church, kill, Dara of the Dara, oak. Church of the oak. So... The oak tree is a native Irish tree here in Ireland, but it's also our national tree. So it's really a symbol of Ireland as well. And it's got a great connection to St. Bridget. Yeah. So if Andrea wants her her pagan uh, bank holiday, it can be the oak bank holiday. It can be the oak. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll vote for that. <laughs> All right. Now, tell me this, uh, Porik. I, I'm not sure how it is in the west of Ireland, but the daffs are uh, putting their heads above the soil. They are indeed. There's lots of plants actually in flower at the moment, Pat. First of February, I always associate it with the start of spring because plants like the Heliborus, I've got a beautiful shrub actually in the garden, Pat, at the moment called Daphne Jacqueline Postel. It's highly scented, beautiful pink flowers, and it's in full bloom at the moment. It's an, actual, an absolute picture. But plants like spring heather, snowdrops, the winter aconites, spring pansies, of course, and the early daffodils like varieties like February gold are just beginning to flower at this time of year. And with the day getting that little bit longer, temperatures beginning to warm up, we're promised a relatively good weekend gardening-wise it's really a great time to get back into yeah. the garden and great planting weather. Yeah. Now, uh, we have been talking before about trying to get some flowers in the garden to bloom in time for a spring. That work's already done. But if we want summer colour, we've got a plant now. We do indeed. And we all often associate bulbs with, with plants that are flowering from now on, the spring bulbs, the daftas and snowdrops and crocuses. Of course, they were planted back in September and October and we're reaping the benefits of that now. But if you want colour for the summer... So colour from May, June, July, right up to October, we start the planting process now. So if you visit your local garden centre, it'll actually have all the summer flowering bulbs already available for planting. So I'm thinking of bulbs like dahlias, which if you plant them now, keep them indoors in a greenhouse or tunnel or a bright windowsill, plant them out at the end of April, early May, they will give you colour pat right through until October. Probably one of the best value plants that you can plant, dahlias. They're cheapest chips, but they're absolutely fabulous. But you've also got other bulbs like begonias, which again are terrific, great in shade, great in hanging baskets and window boxes, but also some cut flowers. So the lovely long-stemmed gladioli are fantastic to plant out of doors at this time of year. And they again will bloom right through the summer. So if you've got a family occasion, like a wedding maybe coming up in June, July and August, and you want to grow some of your own flowers, the gladioli would be a great choice. Or lilies would also be super. That's a very good cue for the first question from Michael O'Reilly in Terranure. We had a marquee erected in our garden while we were having work done in our house. Uh, They were getting work done, but it could be for a wedding or whatever. Uh, What was nice grass is now almost bare. What's our best course of action to get it back? 
Well, look, Michael, even if you left it alone, the chances are the grass will come back perfectly fine. But what you can do, once the soil dries up a little bit, maybe give it another week or 10 days, once the, the, the soil is relatively dry, all you need to do is scuffle the surface so you can lightly rotivate it or maybe a, a good raking will suffice. Put on some lawn seed. Once the temperature is above 10 degrees Celsius, lawn seed will germinate. So any time from late February, early March, you can put the lawn seed on and Michael will have a really good lawn within within a couple of months, okay. Pat. It'll come back. It'll be perfectly fine. It's nothing to worry about. Uh, I want to develop a grisolinea hedge along my 10-metre wall and eventually maintain it to about 6 foot 6. I'm going to buy uh, 1.5 to 2 foot potted plants and plant them 1 foot to 18 inches apart. Does Pornick have a recommendation on the spacing of the plants and what would be the best time of year to plant? Well, first of all, now is the time. So as we come into early spring, once the soil is workable, so if the soil is excessively heavy or wet, then leave it for several weeks. Plants that are potted pat are safe to plant really at any time of year. But the earlier we can get them into the soil, that the roots start to initiate and, and you're getting a good root ball established. So any time from now on, they can be planted. And the spacing for grisolinia is very simply 18 inches apart. So two plants per linear yard and you'll have a terrific hedge. And once they're planted, my advice is just to take about an inch off the top of the entire hedge. That will stimulate growth mm. further down along the stems and feed then in April and again in June. I want to plant a wisteria on a south-facing wall, but I need to put it in a container because the area is a paved patio. How big a container should I consider? As big as possible, Pat, because wisteria is a plant that's going to live, it's going to outlive us I mean, they, they can last up to 100 years and in excess of that. So ideally, wisteria is better planted into, into the soil, if at all possible. Even if you have to cut out a, a, a concrete area, cut out a paving area, plant the wisteria and then re-concrete or repave back around the stem is the best way to do mm. it. Otherwise, you need a really, really large uh, pot because wisteria has quite an extensive root base. And as I say, it's going to be there for many, many years. It makes quite a big okay. establishment. So, so the best thing, take out one of the pavers would be the best uh, solution. Prepare the soil well, you know, put, put a good effort into planting the wisteria properly from the start and you'll have a hundred years of beautiful colour. When can I trim a laurel hedge? That's from Marie. Generally, evergreens, Pat, laurels, Fortinia red robin, grisolini, as we mentioned, I would leave the pruning around the end of February is a good time. So before we get into the nesting season for the birds, so right up to the end of February is a really good time for evergreens. I would like to ask Porik if it's okay to mow the lawn and leave the grass on the ground, the clippings, uh, for the coming season. That's from Patricia. No, Patricia. The first cut, you should always put your grass box onto the lawnmower. So that's really important. Again, wait for the weather to dry. The lawns are coming round. I, I was tempted last weekend to cut my own lawn patch, but just didn't get to it. So hopefully this weekend, but I always put the grass box on and use the clippings to put on to your mm. compost heap. The grass is quite slow to grow just at the moment and having clippings is going to impede its growth and lead to moss and other problems. So always take okay. it off and you put know, it on the compost y- heap. If you have one of these automatic lawnmowers that goes ah, out every different. day, um, the, the, <laughs> what they cut is very, very small. I mean, what, what you see after the cut, can you leave that stuff there? Does that... Absolutely. No problem whatsoever. Now, if, if your robotic mower has been away for the winter, my advice is really to put to cut it with a traditional lawnmower first as its first cut, then put the robotic mower on, but make sure the robotic mower goes out every day. So time yeah. it to go out. Grass grows, Pat, believe it or not, one sixteenth of an inch 
per day during the summer period. And that's effectively what the moor is doing. And the other interesting thing you find about robotic moors is that you won't have moss where you have a robotic moor going out every day. Uh, we have a stray cat. It's using my plant pots as a cat litter. What can I do? <laughs> well, you, you need to deter the cat, obviously. So you can, in your local garden centre, get some um, pepper treatment or anti-cat treatment. It's a, a gel that, that the, the smell of which cats and dogs dislike. That can be put on the surface of the compost and that will dissuade them. OK. Is there anything you can plant that they hate? There is a, um, not so much hate, but there are plants that cats absolutely love. There's a plant called cat mint. I have it in my own garden, planted in, in an area right down at the bottom of the garden. And that's where the cats go. They love to roll in the, um, the scent of cat mint. Uh, so it's called cat mint simply because the cats love it. I have a good sized garden, but people tell me I should dig it every year because of the heavy type of soil I have. Are they right? Well, not necessarily. I mean, there's a big movement. If if, if the listener is growing vegetables in, in particular, particular, there's a big movement for no dig, which is a, a matter of growing vegetables without having to actually dig the soil over. You simply put your compost or um, com- composted farm manure or chicken manure or whatever onto the surface of the soil and plant through it. So look up that maybe on, on the internet, no dig system for growing vegetables. It's a great way to grow vegetables without the need for digging the soil every year. Is it too late to plant tulips and daffodils? If you have them, Pat, now in your local garden centre, you're going to get potted tulips that were potted up in the autumn on sale and they're perfectly fine to plant. If, you've, if you're coming across bulbs in the garage or whatever, get them into the garden soil. It's not too late as long as the bulbs are nice and firm and nice and healthy. We get to visit our graves about once a month. Uh, so container plant ideas, please. That's from Anne. Well, and uh, yeah, great question. And if you want some colour, particularly over the next couple of weeks, go for the frost hardy plants. So things like the spring pansies are beautiful at the moment. I've, I've planted up my own containers with them. You can mix in some of the spring bulbs as well, some of the tulips, the potted tulips we talked about. You could also go for cyclamen, which are beautiful at the moment. Some of the primulas are just coming into flower at the moment. And a plant I love are the violas. They're like mini pansies. And again, they flower from now right through until late May, early June. Spring heathers would also be a a terrific choice at this time of year. Really, my advice, Pat, is pop into your local garden centre. There's loads of colour available at the moment. Very good. Pori Corkin, uh, thank you very much. And that's all we've time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts. You can listen to them on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. Gardening on The Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. 